T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hey, friends. Welcome to another edition of Trust the Tape. Zach Wolchuk here alongside the draft legend that is Brian Broaddus. And, of course, we're brought to you by Boomer Jacks, the deliciousness that is Boomer Jacks. They've got a ton of locations around the DFW Metroplex and those specials, Brian. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, we were at, uh, you know, with Boomer Jacks, they've always, anytime you want to go out, have a nice meal, if you want to watch a game, that's always a great opportunity, you know, with, with March Madness in full swing right now. As you mentioned, the menu's great, the drink specials and stuff are great, and the fact that they've got all those televisions in there and a very helpful staff uh, to make sure that uh, you're taken care of there. What a week in the National Football League, to say the least. We had free agency kickoff. Also, some major trades, and this could certainly impact the draft in, in, in a big way with Deshaun Watson being traded to Cleveland. Now the Texans have a ton of draft ammunition, and then you had Devontae Adams, maybe the biggest shocker, going from Green Bay to join his old college teammate Derek Carr in Vegas. Yeah, and you know, it, it's funny, I'll I'll take the Green Bay one first just because of my experience of working with the Packers. I'll be real interested to see... You know, Packers holding, I believe, picks 22 now and 28. And so, you know, it's not in the Packers' DNA to draft a first-round wide receiver. Uh, the last time they did it was in uh, 2002, I believe. It was Javon Walker was the the guy that was taken out of Florida State. And then before that, it was Sterling Sharp. And that was something that, if you look at what we've called the Packer way, you know, when we first started there in 1992, the things that Ron Wolf. Uh, laid down as far as the evaluation still hold true today in Green Bay. So I'll be interested if Green Bay does, in fact, uh, make that pick. And there'll be plenty of options there uh, for them, I think, uh, and good options at 22 or 28 if they want to go that direction. Do you think, you know, and you're really plugged in with your time having worked in Green Bay, is there a specific type of receiver that that organization would look for? I know you mentioned Javon Walker. Yeah. You look at, you look at the, you know, to me, it, it really is more about the size. It's about the physicality. L- look at the Packers. They necessarily don't have guys that have run great 40 times, but it's more about the size. It's the ability to go get the football. A thing that also, too, you have to kind of think about with Green Bay is those big guys, they hold up well in cold weather. You know, mm. it's something you really have to think about in Green Bay is sometimes you get these receivers that, are, that play really well in, say they play in, uh, you know, they play in a dome stadium or they play at, uh, you know, really warm weather environments. And a lot of the players in the Southeast are in those warm weather environments. But still, there was things that we you have to think about in Green Bay. It is it is tough 
to go out there when it's five degrees and catch a football. And you have to have a certain mentality to be able to do that. And, you know, that that's the thing that guys like Adams and Lazar, I mean, Lazar went to school at, uh, at Iowa State. Right. So he's used to playing in that that cold conditions and stuff like that. So, but it's always something you have to think about, especially, like I say, in that NFC North sure. with all those outdoor games that you play. So I wonder if that would, and, and I don't even know if a Drake London would make it there, 6'4 out of yeah. USC. You know, I, I, some people are higher on Drake London than I am. Personally, I yeah. like the two Ohio State kids. We talked about Traylon Burks last week. He's my favorite receiver in the draft. Uh, Jamison Williams out of Alabama, who might end up sliding due to the injury. But so far, I think the medicals are actually checking out very nicely for him. And uh, Mechie is his teammate there at Alabama. But, I mean, I, I feel from what you're saying – They'd probably more inclined to go with one of those Ohio State kids if they end up making yeah. it there. No, you're absolutely right. You know, you look at with Garrett uh, Garrett Wilson there, you know, and then Olave, both cold weather, uh, both cold, cold weather wide receivers, you know, and you know with Drake London, I think he's got the body type that they really like in Green Bay. It's a long, you know, and you when you. And that's important when you start to throw it. you got one of the most accurate quarterbacks in NFL history throwing you the ball. And so what happens is if you have a, I mean, a route runner like a Chris Olave, who you know, does really amazing things in small areas. You know, I mentioned Drake London, tall guy. I mean, you know, when he goes up for a football, like defensive backs are slapping at his wrist. Right. They're not getting to the ball. When Drake London can fully extend – he is going to outreach a lot of people in this uh, in this draft, and so that I think that's important as well. I will say the one thing that didn't impress me with Drake London is everyone knew he was getting the football. Yeah, that's the thing about it is you watch those those USC games and it's thirteen to fifteen targets and it's ten to twelve catches every time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, his tape is super super impressive. You know, Jamison Williams. You know, I, that could be another one that. People have talked about him with the knee injury and stuff like that. Could that be one of those things that you get? You know, I have a feeling that Jamison Williams is going to end up on a really good football team, probably late in the first round. And Green Bay fits that mode at twenty-eight. So I, uh, you know, we we got to join you our, our usual show that I'm on with Eric Chiafalo here, one hundred five three. The fan is the nosebleed seats. We got to sit in with you guys on the G Bag Nation this week. Had mm-hmm. a blast. And I teased during our show yesterday. I had a, an NFL comp. Okay. For Chris Olave. All right. And you can either roast me for this or you can tell me, you know what, that's a good eye. So good eye, bad eye. Yeah. When I watch Chris Olave and you mentioned the route runner and and the size and speed combination, but also the hands, I watch him and I see a lot of Keenan Allen. Oh yeah. You know, I, I think a little bit of a I think a little bit of a quicker mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, he uh, definitely uh, ran a quicker forty. Yeah, There's no doubt 40. about that. Yeah, I think the thing with when you start to talk about the ability to play in space, the ability to the ability to catch the ball on the move. Yeah, I I, I think that's a fair comparison. Uh, the speed and quickness. I think there's some difference there. But when you talk about the ability to find space, get the ball, kind of make something happen, boom, get down on the ground, kind of thing. Yeah, that's what Chris Olave does. And and the thing that amazes me about Chris Olave is that when they throw him the ball on the outside, you know, most of these receivers get one foot down. He's a get two foot he feet is. down guy. He's NFL ready right yeah, now. Yeah, right now, NFL ready, corner of the end zone, two feet down. I mean, he he has trained himself for this opportunity where he could just you throw him the ball, he's gonna catch it, he's gonna stay in bounce, 
and you're going to be, how did he just do that? No doubt. Yeah. So we've covered a lot of the guys in the first round of the draft. I think another interesting name is George Pickens. Yes. Out of Georgia. Yeah. George Pickens is one of those dudes, huge, six foot three, little bit slender frame, under uh-huh. 200 pounds, was banged up his entire career at Georgia, but you could tell any time he got on the field why they were so excited when they recruited him and they got him in Athens. Yeah, no, th- this guy, and, and you're right about that, Zach. I mean, he he's he, he was hurt and he got towards ACL in spring ball, so he basically missed the entire season and then was able to come back for the that really for the national championship game. But if you study him early in his career, he makes huge plays. And and you know what he's doing it up against guys that we're looking at right now in the first round of the draft, the Stingleys mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and that kind of play. And so, you know, you see him making these plays and you're like going, man, I mean, okay, he's 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 roasting these guys I've got in the first round as as cornerbacks, but at six three, one hundred and ninety five pounds, I mean, there's there's no place you, I mean, you throw the ball anywhere in. And we talk about the high catch radius. You throw the ball anywhere near him, he is going to make this catch. I mean, he has got super strong hands, and reminds me a little bit of Des Bryant. Remember how Des Bryant would would run with the ball with like in one hand. Yeah, he just, like he would hold it in one hand and run and run it and you're like, oh geez, he's gonna lose, he's gonna lose, he's gonna lose it. <laughs> and he's still and then he'd like extend and hit it off the pylon yeah. or something like that. Super strong hands. His body control, I mean, he'll come up with the ball. I mean, it's just amazing. I, I think he's one of those guys that is going to be a big time, big time NFL player uh if everything checks out with that knee. You have a two on him? I actually do have a two on him. Uh, he's when you look at my my top four guys, and this is kind of why I, I'm I'm interested in in where these guys. I've got Jamison Williams as my first guy, Wilson Burks and Olave in the one, London Pickens, and then Dotson from Penn State. Dotson's an interesting yeah. one for me. And there's another one of those uh, smaller, cold weather guys. I mean, he's shorter but lighter. Type of guys. Mitchie's another guy that I really, really like. That's that's kind of going through some injury stuff. And then I have Sky Moore, and this is my old, our old buddy Jeff Kavanaugh. Uh, that's a Kavanaugh, especially love you know, Sky Moore. Yeah, and Sky Moore though is, and he's you know he's worthy. This is not just somebody you pumped air into. He's from Western Michigan. It's not a pumped in, you know pump up air guy, and all of a sudden he's rising up the board. This guy's a legitimate player. I didn't initially want to believe that Sky Moore was as good as he was, and then the more you study him. The more you understand that he he is an outstanding. You player. think he can win on the outside? It was that That's your fear be, with I mean, him? That, you know, I kind of thought slot only initially, and then I started watching tape and the he, the way he separates with the quickness. He does. He's a he's he's going to be right at five ten, and you're just kind of like, okay, here we go. But you know, his quickness on the outside, the way he contorts his body to make plays, he's probably not going to win a ton in the air. But you throw underneath, you throw to him on the move. You throw it to him down the sidelines. This guy's going to make a lot of plays. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One other guy that that does interest me because of how how quick he broke in in college and then also banged up and now I'm curious where you slot him and maybe where you're hearing some of the, your other draft scouts place him, but it's Justin Ross from Clemson. Yeah, I you know what? I, I have Justin Ross in the third round. And yeah. to be honest with you, I think I might be too, too low on Justin Ross. The I, talent, man. It's incredible. He's everything you yeah. want. He's 6'4", he's 205 pounds. He is a thinly built guy. And I don't think he has great time speed. But, man, he's got some initial quickness off the line, the snap. I mean, he'll line up on the inside of the slot, but you also see him play on the outside as well. The coaches there like to try and get him the ball quickly in space and just let him go. And he can make things happen with the ball in his hands. I mean, he's just going to find a way to make plays. And I, I, you know, when he, even with the running with the ball, he's a hard guy to knock off his feet. Yeah. I mean, he is running. You know, we, we talk about guys like the Debo Samuels and people like that, that when they're running with the ball, they just don't get knocked. I mean, sure. they're bouncing off guys and they're keeping and keeping going. But he had, I mean, a, a reception in the in the in the Syracuse game that I watched, where he went as vertically as high as I've ever seen a receiver go to yeah, get a he's football. got the hops. He's got the hops, and I mean, he just catches the ball really, really easily. And like I said, I got him in there in the third round, and I kind of feel like though that that maybe that people are going to look at he had a neck injury that he was dealing with. Ooh. I hope this doesn't hurt him, but people are going to have to check that one out, and then you know, and go from there. Yeah, that's a, that's a scary medical anytime you're dealing with the yeah. neck. Is there any other receiver you like in the mid-rounds? I mean, I, I've, I've heard whispers about maybe, you know, from a Cowboys lens, they could potentially be interested in, in Christian Watson, that North Dakota State yeah. kid. Yeah, Christian Watson, and it's funny, I've, I scouted his dad in, in college, which is, which is great. When you start... Last year was the How first. How bizarre is that for yeah, you? When you last, circle, you've yeah. had a couple of those oh, recently. Yeah. Well, last year we had all those kids, the Sertans uh, and the Samuel Horns. Jr. Yeah, we had them all. It was kind of crazy how uh, how that all worked out. But, yeah, I think with, with Christian Watson, and this kid's from Tampa, Florida, which is interesting that he would end up in North Dakota State. And North Dakota State plays really good football. They're a national champion. They actually they live here as as laughing with one of some of their fans that like you guys need to start paying taxes as much as you guys are down here in Texas <laughs> playing those games at Frisco. But yeah, the, you know, you kind of wonder because again, here's a 6'4", 208 pound guy, Tampa, Florida, and you're thinking like, okay, why is he not at one of these SEC schools? Sure, how did why, he end up at North Dakota he, State? Yeah, why is he not at a okay, why is he not at an ACC school? Why is he not at a North Carolina or North Carolina State or and you just sometimes you miss. Sometimes you just flat miss on these players. 
And I'll tell you the thing that's interesting about Christian Watson is he can really return kicks. He's a he's a very productive at six four. Yeah, too. that's kick impressive. Returner. So I love the point of the way though. This guy plays with a ton of emotion. You, you can see it. I mean, he's always fired up that. about the game. Start stop quickness. I mean, he knows how to execute routes. There's some real smoothness to his game when you watch him because he doesn't labor as all as a player. Sometimes you see these guys run routes and they're. Oh, 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 they're kind of huffing and puffing and doing all that. Now nah, this guy's, he's super good. And he, and you know, when the ball goes in the air, he, he goes and gets it. Now, again, now, you know, offense to who he's playing, but just know that, you know, I mean, I'd love to have seen him been able to play like at North Carolina state or North Carolina, or Florida state or someplace like that, because he, he is that kind of a talent. You know what? I could see him if for some reason, green Bay sticks with their trend. Oh, sure. They don't yeah. go receiver in round one. No question. That could be a packer yeah, yeah, in round no two. No question. That's what I'm saying. That That's the type of guy that Green Bay would look at, absolutely, because of his ability. He's got the size. He's got the length. He's a highly decorated player when you look at like the way he's like his the way he's played. But every one of his plays is like a chunk play, like those big, long chunk plays. And, you know, the, the, the conference that he plays in, these people have a hard time covering him. Edge rushers, and yeah. this is this is a big one, especially for Cowboy fans to tune in. You know, the Cowboys had a, a kerfuffle, if you will, with Randy okay. Gregory uh, right. this week. There was a, a, a bizarre situation with the contract language, and now he's a Denver Bronco. So I know Cowboy fans are thinking, oh, no, what do you do at edge rusher? And they did bring back Dorrance Armstrong. They signed Dante Fowler Jr., yeah. who has a Dan Quinn connection, but you got to think the Cowboys, and and I'm sure the rest of the NFL, you can't have enough good edge rushers. No, you can't, and and that's the thing. And I think the thing with Fowler, now we're starting to see, you and I talked about it on our show uh, yesterday, that you're going to start to see the coaches now step in when we're going to get to the second week of free agency, and the coaches are going to start to step in and say, hey, I had this guy, George Edwards steps in. Hey, I had Javon, uh, uh, I had Curse at, uh, at Minnesota. Hey, I Dan Quinn. Hey, I had uh, Keanu Neal. Hey, I had, you know, uh, uh, DeMonte KZ. I right. had these that guys. That familiarity. Yeah, coaches will now step in and say, well, listen, if you're looking for a guy, here's a guy. And I think that's the thing with Fowler. I think that if you look at, you know, what was going on, I think with him at the Rams and stuff like that, it really was about those the sacks that he was able to get with, you know, playing with that defensive tackle, but that's what that guy does. I mean, you know that there's a there's a it's a very good team when it comes to, uh, you know, that Rams defense and stuff like that. When you watch production, but again, this is what it's about. It's now the Cowboys are going to protect themselves. Leighton Vanderush, I think, is a protected sign. I think that uh, Fowler's a protected sign. You know, and and then also Washington, the wide receiver. These are guys that are all going to be those low-dollar types of players that if you draft somebody and they're better, that you'll just go on and move on from them. Certainly allows you to go into the draft yeah. thinking, man, we don't have a screaming need here. Right. It doesn't, uh, as, as you're I don't saying, think it keeps you from drafting kids. No doubt. I, I really no don't. doubt. But yeah. it allows you to still yeah. kind of have that best player available mentality. Right. I still get the vibe the Cowboys might go O-line at 24. Mm-hmm. But if, if there is... George Karloftis out of Purdue. Yeah. And I've been watching more and more of him, Rodis. I'm, yeah. I'm starting to fall in love with yeah. George Karloftis. There is a lot to like about this kid. There is. And, you know, the thing with Karloftis is, and, and I kind of feel, 
you know, initially in this thing, you kind of felt like that maybe everybody early mock drafts were all, you know, talking about Walker. If you, I mean, like some of the very, very, very early. I'm There's just about, no way he yeah, makes Trayvon it, Walker. don't you think? Yeah, He's no, got to be a top 20 guy. No, that's guy. what I'm saying. You know, uh, uh, Travion Walker from Georgia, everybody had him mocked to Dallas at 24. Everybody. It was like Walker, Walker, Walker. All That's all you saw. And then he goes out. They do more tape. It's always funny when the when the media scouts catch up to the real scouts, and we're like, you know, like, oh, that's <laughs> that guy. Oh, and then you start to say, you know, uh, you know, that's you know, pinning the offensive tackle from uh, from Northern Iowa. Yeah, Northern Iowa. You're right. He's same guy. You know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, maybe he's there at twenty four. Yeah, and now you're like. He'll be. He's not going to be there. Ben, he's you want to have some fun? Yeah. Walker versus Neil, that yeah. Bama Georgia oh, yeah. battle. No, oh, absolutely, that was a blast. absolutely. So, see, that's the kind of. But yeah, I think when you mentioned Carl Loftus, I think you're absolutely right. And you know, there there's some things with him that it, it, he's super, super, super steady in the way he plays, and he knows where to rush. I think yeah. that's where sometimes you get these defensive ends. They get up the field so far, and they can't get back. Right. But So he knows when I say, hey, he's going to get to that spot. Boom, he gets to that spot. It's not like he's struggling. He goes too far. He gets pushed past the guy. But his technique is outstanding rushing the passer. And I, I really do kind of feel like that that someone is going to get a guy that knows how to play with his hands, the learning curve for him is going to be, I think, really, really small because when you're a technique player and you kind of figure those things out, then you can break offensive tackles down, and that's what Karloftis is able to do. When you watch these guys, and, and, and for me, it's all about the hand play. Right. That's what I think you can – because you have an athletic guy like a Jermaine Johnson the second uh-huh. freak athlete. Right. But you compare him with a George Karloftis. Karloftis is more NFL-ready, yeah. in my opinion, because he has the hand played down. And, and I was doing some research on him. He's a fascinating kid because he's got that Greek background. So sure. he does the, the, the Greco-Roman type yeah, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he also does hand-to-hand MMA. Okay. And that's how he gets the hand play down. Yeah, yeah. And you can notice that when you yeah. watch him and he gets engaged. And, and it's it's great because now, I mean, some of these kids come in with just one move. Karloftis has a bunch of different he's ways he can beat you. Yeah. And, you, you know, it's funny you mentioned Jermaine Johnson, too. That was another one of those things that, it was funny before the combine. I had some scouts tell me that, like, you media scouts are going to figure out that you maybe have Jermaine Johnson a little too high. Yeah, and, and I, but you know what? I'm not getting that vibe anymore. I think, I think, I think the NFL scouts are coming back around to maybe what the media scouts were thinking about Jermaine Johnson. But I mean, you know, he hits you. Yeah. You see, like it's it's a he's well, a he's a thumper. transfer from Georgia, and so you know you knew that Georgia defensively. It seems like this whole draft is is littered with, uh, and I mean littered in a, a positive way with Georgia defenders, uh, safeties, linebackers, defensive tackles. You know, so yeah, I, I just kind of feel like this kid Jermaine Johnson was, you know, the one thing, and I mentioned because of Karloftis, I think you have to be careful with Johnson in this regard from Florida State is that he has to be careful playing the run because mm, he will take he a field. real aggressive step. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're wheeling on him. Yep. you know, Or he's up the field, and then the ball's going inside of sure. him. So, I mean, he wants to get there. And, I mean, and, and again, he I thought he handled double teams and stuff really well, too. I mean, North Carolina tried to double team him a couple of times. 
And it just didn't work out for him. North Carolina just couldn't handle the way that, you know. But he's one of those guys, like I say, he is going to run hard to get to a spot. I think sometimes you could fool him a little bit. One guy that that interests me, and now I wonder how big of a fall could he have after the pro day injury yesterday, David Ajabo from Michigan. Yeah. And, And watching him, it was fascinating because he's one of those guys, and I know some people might scream when they see an edge rusher, and now you're dropping him into coverage. But, heck, Michigan was having him cover tight ends yeah. in the slot quite a bit. Mm-hmm. He is a f- another freak athlete, and he was helped by playing opposite Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. But is another one of those guys. You see the upside. You see the speed rushing potential. But I wonder how scary is this injury. It's really scary because it's Achilles is what they're reporting about it. And so, you know, we'll see. Everybody's kind of talking about in comparison to, you know, Cam Akers with the Rams, uh, you know, how quickly he came back. Everybody heals differently. And he plays a position much like Akers where he has to use, he has to explode off his foot. And so, yeah, that that's just going to be an issue. And, you know, I, I – there were questions about him, and this is a guy that Dallas could have very well been staring at at 24. They could have just said, you know what, hey, edge rusher. Because he, I think Ajabo is that guy that's kind of behind all the guys we've mentioned, the Karloftises and the guys like that. I kind of had him as a second-round guy, you know, in that, in that mode. I think there's a lot of questions. I don't think he's played a lot of football uh, and with his background and stuff like that. He's super, super raw. To quote my buddy uh, Dane Brugler, he's like a piece of sushi out there. You know, is how raw he can be. I love that. But that's 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 kind of what you're dealing with right now. And there was going to probably be a little bit of a learning curve for him. He was one of those guys that you were probably going to like draft, and you were going to expect a whole lot from. And there was going to be the learning curve. And you know, this injury is going to clearly set him back. And you know, he could very well end up. With a, I think he's going to probably end up with a really good team that can maybe afford to just redshirt him for the year and then play him for 2023. Uh, but, you know, hey, you know, everybody heals differently. But, man, this guy was a talented player, but, like I said, super, super raw. You mentioned raw, a, a, a guy that could end up being maybe a, a diamond in the rough mm-hmm. in this class for me is the Penn State kid. Arnold Ibikiti, mm-hmm. and I might be saying his name completely wrong, uh, the last it right. name. It's a tough one, Yeah, but he's a fun player to watch. And What did you like about him? Did you get to see him? Yeah, so I was watching yeah. some of him last night, and I knew we would be talking about some of the edge rushers. You know, I, I like his ability, one, not just outside up the field, but uh-huh. he's got a knack for being able to get that punch and then yeah. cut back on inside. Uh, absolutely, yeah. And I mean yeah. To, I, I don't know to me he does seem like he's kind of figuring some stuff out on uh-huh. the fly a little uh-huh. bit. So I think that there's there's some development there for him, but I mean you look at some of the numbers as well and you know we just had Micah Parsons come out of Penn State and right. dominate for the Cowboys. Right. The only guy that had more success in terms of pressure wins in Penn State history was this kid, Ibikiti. Yeah. And, you know, you, you just see some natural raw pass rushing ability. Now, there are some times where if a lineman gets on him, I think he has some trouble getting yeah, off. Yeah, No, I think you're right, man. I, you, you totally nailed this kid the way he plays. I mean, there was, there, was, there was times where, I mean, to me, and I watch him, you talk about figuring it out. And, you know, he's going to play primarily on the right side. You don't see him flip 
I was watching the Iowa, the Auburn, and the Ohio State games, and you think these guys kind of flip, you know, ends and stuff like that. He primarily plays as that right right edge. And I think there was like times where I thought he had a little balance problem. Where okay, people I can see would, that. Where people were kind of like he would get up the field or people would knock him around. And, you know, I mean, you know, he's a 6'2", he's 250 pounds. I'd like to see him, like you say, get rid of the blocker a little quicker mm-hmm. with him. And but uh, I just feel like he needed to do a little bit better job of playing on his feet, you know. And I just the, he the does body, end up on yeah, the ground sometimes. Yeah, the body type is looks fine, but the consistency of the balance I think is a little bit of an issue with which. Him. And heck, I mean, maybe he ends. Would you have a three on him? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, look, if you're able to get that guy in the third round, yeah, I think you're jumping for joy. Yep. I do. I, think I, right I love there. that. Any other, you know, some of these guys that you think maybe even yeah. day two yeah. that stand out to well, you, or day three even. Yeah, I think that you know the Cowboys clearly, and and I really uh, there's a kid Mafe from uh, Minnesota yeah. that I really really like, and you know I I was like I couldn't figure out it's boy Mafe. Yeah, he's six four. He is two hundred and and sixty one pounds. And he generally plays to the open or the weak side of the formation. So if you don't have a tight end over there, he's on what they call the open side of the field. And I can see a guy that can really, really run. And the burst, the closing speed, the chase, the first step is really, really impressive with the way he's getting off the ball. And I think he's a really good finisher and a tackler, and he makes a ton of plays where he has to run the ball down from the backside. The ball's going away, and he's running to get there. So I like him defending the run. I like him also the way he plays with his hands, and he's not going to let blockers get on him. He's going to like get and control those blockers and then fighting with his hands to stay on the move. So he's always in a two-point stance too, which means he's standing up on his mm-hmm. feet, not hand-down guy. But, man, that's going to be the question. Can he put his hand down? I think he can. Uh, the power, the speed, the burst. And then my last my last bit of my notes, and I did this guy pretty early. I said, I don't know why more folks aren't talking about him more because of how good of a player he is off the edge. Maybe maybe I just caught him early, and then we'll start to hear more about, uh, about Mafe from Minnesota uh, here in this draft. One guy that, I, and I know I saw Dane was really high on him, you know, for the Cowboys, I don't know that he'd be a fit, but if you're a 3-4 team, I think he fits perfectly as a defensive end. Logan Hall out yeah. of Houston. Yeah, Logan Hall is, uh, and, you know, I Dane, I believe, has him as a defensive end or is looking, I think uh, Kavanaugh, too, was looking at as a defensive end. I left him at the three tech. Yeah, I think, in a, I think four yeah. down line, he's yeah. got to yeah, kick inside. Yeah, I, I do, too. And I, I think, to me, he's 6'6", six, six, he's 283 pounds. You know, this guy, if you you watch him play, being that tall, you would think, oh, he has problems moving. You know, maybe he's a little a little jerky with his moves and stuff like that. But, man, this guy, this guy has a – when he comes off the ball, he could be a problem because of his length and how, how long he is, like I say. I think his power is the best trait. There were several times where he just walked the guard mm-hmm. back into the quarterback and – you know, I mean, he he did a really good job. I kind of compared him to David Irving, okay. former Cowboy, because of the the length and how yeah. he looks. 
I don't think he's as slippery as David Irving. You know right. what I mean? Like, you know, kind of get in that gap, kind of sure. first boom. He doesn't have that yeah. speed, yeah, but exactly. he's probably better, you know, maybe at the point of it. He yeah. doesn't get moved. Yeah. I'll exactly. tell you that. Logan exactly. Hall's a space eater. Exactly, exactly. He's a really, really good guy. So, I mean, a lot of, a lot of... A lot of good defensive ends. A lot of depth. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's a, it's a good year for edge rushers, especially if you're a Cowboy fan or yeah. if you're a fan of a team out there that needs some help. You're going to find a good one, even even in the third round this year. No, absolutely. I think this thing goes, you know, maybe three, four rounds deep. I mean, I, I've got still some more guys to do, but if I had to, if I'm the Dallas Cowboys and say, yeah, I want to look at one at 24, we've talked about, you know, we've talked about the wide receivers. That would be a good depth position. The defensive ends, I think, would be a really good depth position. I think the defensive tackles, I, I think also, too, look at this will be a good spot as far as the Cowboys, too, for interior offensive linemen, too, depending on what you think about with Green and and Ed Ingram and Zion Johnson and those guys. I, you know, we've talked about those guys before. I just think this this draft's going to kind of play well for some of the things that the Cowboys are really, really looking for. We're getting closer and closer. We are. Oh, really it's are. starting to we get really exciting. Are. Shout out to our friends at Boomer Jacks, especially yes. during March Madness. Yes. Go out there, grab a drink, enjoy the weekends, hang out at Boomer Jacks. It's well, an absolutely great spot. And, two, if you're also getting ready to make those draft plans, you say it's going to be around the corner. Boomer Jacks would be a great place to go watch the draft, listen to the draft. I mean, we've got draft coverage for you here. Absolutely. On 105.3 The Fan as well. But always thank you to Boomer Jacks. Super people out there. Uh, go check them out. The drink specials, the food, the staff, everyone out there is outstanding. Broadish, you're the best, my friend. Appreciate you, brother. See you next week, maybe. Hugs and yep, I'll see you next week. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. We will catch you next week. Trust the tape, baby. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.